Today on the podcast, we dig into 2020 trends that we love or hate, or want to say bye 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 to, which we sing to the tune of NSYNC probably 12 too many times, so I apologize in advance. We're moms, so we veered a little off course sometimes talking about things that are just trends, not 2020 trends, so sorry for that too. This is a lot of apologizing. We're not supposed to apologize. We are moms, we are warriors. Or somebody told me that. Anyway, hope you enjoy today's episode. We talk about everything from furry nails to dipping our toe into a political conversation. What? Come follow us at Hi, my name is Mom Official because you know you want to see the picture of those furry nails that we're about to post. We are wives, entrepreneurs, entertainers, executives, and at the end of the day, we are all moms. All at the same time and never in the same order. <laughs> this is Hi, my name is Mom. A podcast about motherhood. Here are your hosts, Jen, Corey, and Kayla. Welcome to Hi, My Name is Mom. Um, I am feeling very pregnant. I don't know why I said it like that. I know I'm 21 weeks, but I've just gotten hit like a ton of bricks. I... I'm super excited because I had my anatomy scan on Monday. Everything was fine. And then I know, Kayla, you lost your... (laughs) What happened? Lost your what? Wait, this is a film that you wouldn't believe. I I lost Loxley for like seven minutes um, on Monday. (laughs) Which is not a short amount of time to lose a four-month-old child. (laughs) No. Okay, so this is what happened. I was on a work call and I was like on hold but nursing her and she was in that like and she got lost in your underboob no well that, that probably <laughs> wouldn't be hard to do uh, they are ginormous um and then my dryer beeped and so i knew i had to go change a load of laundry so i did that i came back upstairs and started working and then i thought oh i'm gonna peek over and check on loxley and so i look over the catwalk in our house and the swing is like in the living room and you can see it and she's not in the swing and I could not connect what happened from changing laundry to going upstairs. All of a sudden, I realized I had no idea where she was. She wasn't in the swing, so I ran in her room. And this was seven minutes, guys, because I looked at my phone. I ran in her room. She's not in her crib. She's not in the neighbor play stuff. She's not in my bedroom. She's not in the snoo. She can't walk or crawl. She can't walk. And so I went outside and I checked my car because then I started to doubt my psych. And I thought, oh, my gosh. Did, was I, did I run an errand today? Was that today or yesterday? And I thought, did I leave her in the car? I honestly had this like crazed panicked moment. And then uh, as I'm searching every room in the house, what happened was when I was changing laundry loads, I took towels out that were warm and put them in the laundry basket. And when I went to put the stuff that was in the washer into the dryer, I laid her on the warm towels in the laundry basket and then walked out. And so she was sleeping <laughs> in the laundry basket. Perfectly happy, all cozy in the warm towels. Yeah, and I I literally shut the door. So she was just chilling in the, oh my gosh, I'm going to have like a show up at my door. You can put people places, the little ones, they disappear and you're like, I don't know. know Well, speaking of things appearing, Mm -hmm. um, Jen... You had something trapped in your house, I hear. I don't oh know this story. Gosh. What you happened? Guys, honest to God. Since freaking March, we've had a little tiny hole in a part of the roof. And thankfully, no water or anything can get in there. But the tornado, the pandemic, all the roofers in our area had been booked on like real jobs since then. So nobody had time for a little $300 a week soffit repair until the other day. 
So they come in, they repair the soffits, they go around the whole exterior of the house, making sure everything's all tight. And then we realized there's a damn squirrel stuck inside our soffit. They have sealed a squirrel inside the soffit of the house. Oh my gosh. Oh, so now we're trying to trap it and get it out. And yeah, the so only way we can act responsible it. for it. Of course. It's very 2020 of 2020 to Thank trap you. a squirrel in your house. Mm-hmm. I am so mm-hmm. excited about this episode today. Me too. Yeah, we've so we've fun. had some like heavier stuff, like a lot of it really good, but just heavy stuff and the year is heavy. And so we decided to be like, take that 2020. We're going to take on all this crap that's trending in 2020. And we're going to do a love it or lose it or a... <laughs> Or a bye bye bye. <laughs> yes. to go with that. Is there like an in? Is there like a Backstreet Boys song That's to go NSYNC. with that? That's insane. I know, right? If NSYNC's bye bye bye, I feel like we should rep Backstreet Boys and we be probably like, do need to. I want it back to 2019. Tell me why. <laughs> How do we feel about sharing massively unfiltered pics of real mom life? Versus the very cultivated IG stream of yesteryear. Ooh, yesteryear. I love a balance. Because here's the thing. People get shamed for posting pretty pictures, but like... Sometimes they're just pretty. Sometimes there's no filter. Sometimes it's just life. It happened that way. Yes, sometimes you actually get a really good picture. And sometimes you work really hard for that picture and you've earned the right to share it. But I love people who are willing to share balance. You know, a picture with no makeup, a picture of their C-section scar, a picture of stretch marks, a picture of what they look like directly after giving birth without worrying too much about having to be perfect all the time. Or the flip side, having to be that like, woe is me thing all the time. I think it's like our scars are meaningful and also it's okay to be annoyed by them. Well, you know when they say it looks too good to be true, it probably is. That's the same with your IG feed. If it looks perfect all the time, there's no way it's that unblemished. I get annoyed with like the mom blog influencer influencers that everything is just white out. Like every everything is just so like bleached out like one color yeah but that's a personal preference of mine that's something that you're kind of taught to do if you're branding is to have a filter and use that filter and some of them look really cool there's no way i'm ever going to be that disciplined to have every picture be filtered and edited and look beautiful there will be some real life stuff so but the other version of unfiltered is like you guys have shared some very candid breastfeeding photos i think Mm. that's really cool it's helping to normalize breastfeeding there's definitely going to be people that are like oh didn't need to see that side boob. That's why yeah, I don't look at it. It's true. Yeah, there's a balance. Okay, hyper focus on it being wine, like wine and coffee, going straight from the coffee to the wine and back to the coffee. <laughs> I don't need a t-shirt that says wine till five or coffee till five, then wine. Like, I, I think that the part that makes me crazy about this is the same thing with like the messy hair and sweatpants. It's promoting that you have to do this in order to survive like motherhood. And I don't need coffee to survive motherhood. Yes, I I love it, but I love my (laughs) children. I love my daughter. I love being a mom. Like I enjoy it. I don't need all these things in order to uh, make it enjoyable. I will be super real. I definitely have to have caffeine to survive in some capacity every single morning. It's kind of a joke, actually, the whole wine thing, because I know we talk about it a lot and we all, we all talk about it an awful lot, but if I drink 
a glass of wine a week, that's like a lot for me. I don't actually drink that much, but it's become such a mom thing. It's like time for wine. Is it time for wine? Is it time for wine? And I will, yeah. And I'll be honest. I'm the one who lives by that. And I loved my t-shirt that said whatever about insert coffee to begin or whatever about three years ago when, when I was like, Oh, it was a novelty, you know? And now it's just so overdone that I'm like, Oh, we don't need another sweatshirt or mug, but I do support the 2020 trend of unapologetically opening a bottle of wine at 4 PM as long as you're not pregnant. I I love that. Okay, All right, I, I got one virtual school. My first priority is my kids being safe, but I think that right now, at least where we are with our numbers here in Nashville and the protocols the school is taking, I think that for the mental health of my child and for myself, to be honest, I think that the risk has gone down enough that the benefit outweighs the risk of sending him back to school. Our kids have been back at school for six weeks and there yeah. has not been a single case in their school. Yeah. I know. We should ask Rad. See here. Hey, Rad. Hi, Radley. Hey. Hey, buddy. Okay, so joining us now is what's your name? Radley. And how old are you, Radley? Seven. What grade are you in? First grade. <laughs> do you like virtual school or do you want it to go? Bye, bye, bye. I like it. Yeah, but are you excited to go back and see your friends at regular school? Uh, I like both of them. You do? That's such a good attitude. I think that's a really good way to approach this one, too. 50-50. Hey, I have another trend I'd like to ask you about. Drive-by birthday parties. Like them or say bye-bye-bye? Like them. Yeah? Cool. Anything else? Bye. 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 Drive-by birthday parties, I think, actually do need to go bye-bye-bye because I am ready to have, like, real in-person parties again. Not that we have not seen each other in person. Um, and we've been to a couple in-person birthday parties here, but I, I do love the drive-by birthday party. That's kind of akin to the virtual happy hour, but I'm ready for real parties. Well, they're a good, they were a good compromise mm-hmm. under the circumstances. Yeah. Certainly were. The rise of the white minivans. Mm. <laughs> uh, what about minivans though, for people who just have one child or two kids? You like, know, what is this? I- I have friends that swear by their minivans and they get it as soon as, as soon as they get their mom badge, they get it. I just don't get it. I feel like if you can fit in a sedan, why wouldn't you want to for the love of God? I do get why it's helpful with kids, even with one. My sister has a minivan and it's kind of like being in a little spaceship. It's so low to the ground and then you can open the doors like from the front seat uh-huh. and going through a hookup line where my, you know, my kindergartner was trying to open a heavy Jeep door mm-hmm. and he's supposed to do it himself. And then I have to get out and help him and yeah. get out of the line and then I'm holding up the line. So there's some conveniences like that. And th- then just when you're lifting the heavy car seat, me personally, I love SUVs and yeah. I love that more rugged look. I mean, I had the like Trailhawk Jeeps that had the big knobby tires. I mean, I didn't go in any trails, but I loved it. So that's just a personal <laughs> preference. But I will say, that they're most people who drive minivans they say once you go minivan you'll never go back they love them i drove one in high school and i swore i would never ever drive one ever in my life as a mom and i never have That's i've always been cool, on the but you had to drive campaign. one in in high school yes okay. it was very cruel Ooh, using the word karen i hate that i totally get the sentiment right i don't like what someone who is now being called a Karen stands for. I mean, I've spoken Mm -hmm. about this. I mean, I really, I cannot stand people judging other people when they have not walked in those shoes. And guess what? Most people have not. I feel really bad for all the Karens in the world. I know. That's my thing is I, I feel like I know a lot of very nice Karens and then, 
Poor Karen, poor Alexa, you know? I mean, we, you, we teach our freaking first graders not to name call, but it's somehow okay for moms to call other women that they don't agree with Karens. I mean, it's just so flippant and rude. I can't stand it personally. It's like, ugh. Yeah, I think there's probably a better way to identify someone who has the traits that we're talking about without actually choosing a pretty common name. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be down with like poopy heads, you know? Let's just call them poopy heads. Okay, let's try to start that. Like if everybody can help that be a thing, let's do that. So we've got this category of mom care, and I Mm. love this because quarantine changed everything. So... See, I feel like this is in 2020. Dry shampoo? I mean, I don't want anyone to actually know how little I wash my hair anymore. I didn't actually use dry shampoo until I got the dry bar dry shampoo, and it has changed my life. But I just did that this year. So it is a 2020 trend for me, at least. Okay, well, and I, you know what? I actually don't think that's over-dramatizing how important Mm. dry shampoo is. Mm -hmm. I think it is a game changer. And who really wants super clean hair because it's so at least if you have I have relatively fine straight hair and dry shampoo makes it look better so really the dirty the better my hair looks guess what the dirtier it is 100 percent. I'm with that all right let's uh, go to this one what about microblading wait not microneedling microblading your eyebrows I was thinking dermaplaning oh yeah yeah, yeah. I am obsessed yes. I have not dermaplaning done microblading. is great I, and I've seen really great microblading and I've seen some that looks like fake eyebrows I've seen some really bad microblading. So I, I don't know. I'm kind of on the not trend with that, but I could see how people love it. And I could see how if done well, it's probably really awesome. So I don't know. I'm kind of in the middle of that. And then CBDT is a oh, CBD anything. Amazing. Really? Yes. So I have a whole line of teas that my parents gave me and they're all different CBD teas by this company called Buddha Teas. They're unreal. Just fantastic, super high quality tea, but you'll feel good. You'll feel like you had a glass of wine. At home hair color, I tried Madison Reed. So my first experience was interesting. Ty was documenting it. I didn't realize it, but he was like sneakily videoing me with the bag on my head. Sneakily. Sneakily. And it took, you know, it was like a three or four hour process of like putting it on there, waiting, washing my hair, all that, all those things. And then I go, well, how's it look? And he's like, I'm pretty sure you just washed your hair for four hours. It looked exactly the same, but to their credit, I got on there, I spoke to like an expert or whatever, and they immediately sent me like the right stuff. I probably would not do it all the time. It's not one of those things like, oh, I'm going to keep doing this, even though I can go to a salon now and just save that money. I still prefer the salon, but in a pinch, it was pretty good. It's really interesting, actually, because after I had Evelyn, just because we were like busy and then moving states and I didn't have a hairdresser and all these things, I went like almost two years without having my hair colored. Um, and what I noticed was in that time that I stopped chemically treating my hair, I had less gray hair. So now I don't do anything. To Your hair looks good. So if it ain't broke. Well, there you go. Now, Corey, talk to us about furry nails. I want to know about this. When I was looking at uh, the nail trends, hold on, let me show you. Ew. Okay. Oh, oh. Okay, so that is like a thing now. I don't know where you get those kind of What nails. is it? It it's looks like, like a, mold. It's like faux fur on your, okay. we need to post a picture of it. So there is a, there's a Facebook group that I'm a part of. And I think I joined it when I was pregnant and it was like one of those 3 a.m. just random Facebook groups I found. I'm like, I'm getting in it. But it's called That's It, I'm Nail Shaming. And it, the only thing in this group is screenshots of people nail shaming 
other people's God. like bad what? nails oh and furry goodness. nails was on it. And I thought it was a joke until you just showed me that. I honestly thought it was something that I dreamed of and I didn't think it really happened. But now seeing that, I just had a flashback that I totally saw that before. And I think it's Well, on the other hand, the pattern nails, I think, are super cute. And I have an at-home gel kit mm-hmm. that yes. I use. And then Jen does the color street where you mm-hmm. put the – and so that I'm all for. Can you imagine mm-hmm. having that fur and then eating no. it? No. Or, or like, what if, guys, what if there's like – what if they wipe their butt? Furry oh. trends, go. Pattern nails keep? Are we good with that? Yeah, yes, we're good with pattern totally. nails. Fur trends, no. Yeah. I had someone uh, give me feedback that in like the 2020 trend is all these viral videos of moms thinking it's funny to like hide in a closet and drink wine or drink coffee or try to get away from their kids and make all those jokes because there are a lot of viral videos about it. And the girl put on the comment that she said, I feel like moms are resenting the responsibilities of motherhood. And and I get, and I think it's a, with some of the other things we chatted about, I think the sentiment of those videos is just to be relatable, but I personally am ready for that viral trend to die down. I am too. I get what you're saying. I will say though, the, the thing that I have like in spades with having four kids is the feeling of being touched out all yes. the time. I need space back off moment. Uh-huh. And it's like a real mental health thing. I'm like, I'm going to have a breakdown if y'all don't leave me alone. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I adore my kids. I oh, hope yeah. that that's obvious that we mm-hmm. adore our kids, but uh, whoever posted that has probably not been in a position where they've not been away from their kids since March. Yeah. That's why we are all at our breaking points. And yeah. so unless you're going through that, I, I get that you don't want to see people complaining about their kids all the time and you, you know, chose yeah. parenthood. So I get the flip side of it, but just as people who are living it, you know, I mean, try babysitting one of our kids for one day and see how you feel, let You're alone be hiding in the closet with pretzel thins and wine. Yeah, it's why parents like it's why all dads, you know, have this like amazing bathroom time they need once they become dads. It's like <laughs> you can't actually poop for an hour and a half. Right. Oh, I can. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the togetherness of this year, there's so much that I appreciate about it. And there's also so much about it that's frustrating. And that's just mm-hmm. the reality right now. Well, I'll tell you one of the things that's really frustrating to me is you guys know my favorite um, piece of my makeup kit is my lip gloss. I love lip gloss. And um, I'm really peeved that all the lip gloss that I've invested in this year, I can now no longer wear because it's just on the inside of my mask. So I'd like that trend to go away at some point. Yes. I want to get my lip gloss back. Or you back. could get, do they make like just see-through just around the mouth? Yeah. So and you know, I tried gloss? that. I tried that. And you know what it is? It's a big smoosh. It's a big lip gloss smoosh. It does not look good. <laughs> not a good look. Speaking of masks, how do we feel about customized masks this year? That trend. Why I not? Mean, right? If you have to wear one, wear your statement. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I just ordered a rhinestone one. Mm-hmm. That's appropriate. Yeah, you might as totally well. At this point, you have to wear them all it. the time. When you're out, you can't wear your lip gloss. Oh, oh, Jen, you should get uh, a mask that looks like it has like nice shiny lip Genius. gloss on the outside. Genius! I'm That's gonna find that. Who's gonna make me that? You're welcome. You can even do yeah. sort of like a wipe off where you can actually choose what gloss you're gonna wear on the outside like, of your mask. You pay. Maybe we should just make those ourselves and Maybe market them should. to moms. You know, Maybe you need to get the this fabric and then you and then you paint a whiteboard paint on it. Is that way you can wipe it? Fantastic. You have a word of the day. 
I like it. Actually, what man, if, we've got oh, a business line What if line we did a here. mask with, you know, those letter boards everyone likes? Mm. Oh, that's a 2020 mm. trend, you guys. Those letter boards. Those letter boards. Oh, my gosh. What if we did a mask with a letter board? If you could oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. This kind of oh moves us gosh. into fashion, though. I well, think let's talk is- about athleisure. Can we talk about athleisure in fashion? How do you okay. feel about everyone being in athleisure all day long, every day, seven days a week? You know yeah. what I don't want to see go that I absolutely love, and you guys will probably, someone will probably disagree with me, is I freaking love the mesh cutout leggings. I know it's like super trendy, like those like black Lululemon, like with the mesh cutouts, and they're really expensive and like stupid, but I love them so much. So when I do wear my athleisure, it, I, I love the mesh cutout. I love the le- the leggings that look like leather pants. Yes. Thanks, make yes. Some, do you know what I'm talking about? They're amazing. I love. They're, I, they're I great. And they better not go anywhere because they are a staple in my wardrobe. And I'm yes. so excited that I can wear long leggings finally yes. again. Yes. Um, but I will say that wearing it every day, I'm ready to see people wear, wear real clothes again. Mm-hmm. I love yoga pants. I love gym clothes. I love all of that. But I, I also am very girly in the sense where I like to put on a dress. I like yep. to put on like a heeled wedge or something. Um, so for me personally, I'm, I'm okay to see that trend kind of start to die down. Mm-hmm. I just want to have an excuse to put real pants and boots That's on. That's exactly pregnant. Right. I don't, I'm not super into <laughs> yep. the trend of like dressing up to stay home. It just seems like a lot of effort. No. And so to me, it's not real. It's less about the athleisure all the time and more about the reasons to actually put clothes yeah, on. I agree. I do love being a little more casual. I mean, all of us, we, we all have worked in industries that are more casual anyway, right? No one's wearing suits unless you're an agent. No one calls anyone Mr. Right and Miss Sampson. It's like, you know, people are just super casual anyway. So I I think I kind of appreciate that about our lives at home as well as our sort of business entertainment lives. TikTok videos. I don't have TikTok I, I don't I either. Know. I'm done with TikTok. Guys, TikTok. Sorry. So obviously there's a lot of controversy <laughs> over TikTok right now, but it is so much fun. And, and it's the only social media platform that I can like go down a rabbit hole of watching hilarious videos. But there's a, I do think they're a little overdone, like the, like the savage love thing. You know, if you see another do, 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 like we can move beyond that. And someone had mentioned on one of the social platforms, there's this TikTok video. Where to the rhythm of this music or so like whatever it is, it splashes kids in the face to get their reactions. And I'm like, oh, yeah, nah. the baby's splashing. Like, yeah, I'm kind of like, there's, I mean, it's funny, but I also then kind of feel bad. My big annoyance with TikTok, and this has to do with parents, and uh, y'all, I'm going to get, uh, people are going to think I'm mom shaming, but I'm just going to tell you how I feel. I cannot stand seeing like 12 and 13 year old girls doing over sexualized. I don't like that either. Like, what are you doing that you're allowing your child to do this? Like she's 12 years old. She's a baby. Right. When we first moved here, we let Ava get TikTok because I didn't really, I didn't really know a lot about it back then. My brother works for TikTok. I just, I didn't know a lot about it. So we let her get it. And when I saw a video that she did, she doesn't even understand what the words are that she's saying because at the time she was nine and a half or maybe nine, but it was like, it was awful. That to me is is less about the app and more about like parenting oversight. That's why, that's why, that is why I said I I probably sound like a mom shamer by saying that, but seriously, it's awful. Tell your preteen to stop moving like that because there's too many nasty 
old perverts looking yeah. on TikTok yeah. and well, speaking out. of nasty old perverts, what about what about our little sugar daddy DMs? Oh my gosh. Who found that one? Who got that one? Well, uh, it happened to me, but it's happened to Kayla. We're both yeah. getting We're these both DMs. Getting, yes. And guys, we've gotten we've gotten a couple on our Hi My Name is Mom platform. Yeah. Uh, where so there's like, like these these guys who are openly like I'm a sugar daddy, and here's how much I'll pay you, and and then it's just twenty five hundred dollars. If we don't have any do have to do anything, I was offered five thousand. Just <laughs> Corey, you are royalty. <laughs> the other thing that kind of goes along with it is the eggplant emoji. Mm. Okay, no one and sent me the eggplant emoji earlier this year. You guys. I was getting lots of eggplants DMs, and then, oh my gosh, one of them, I, I ignorantly, I didn't really know what the eggplant, it was like, oh, I clicked on it and it was dick pics. And I'm like, oh, oh I, have, I have a hilarious one. So I have a business Facebook page. Um, my mom, my mom works with me at one of my companies. And so we both like have a login to this page. So anyways, this guy, uh, message messages us on Facebook a picture and my mom my sweet little mother opens it up and she's like what is he holding in his hand it's it's like is that a jar like what is that and she's showing me I'm like mom that's a penis (laughs) she's like oh my gosh (gasps) oh my gosh that's amazing one of the things that I'm so burnt on about 2020 is just like just the posts and they're so dramatic and I, there, you know, I think there's a lot of important stuff that has happened in 2020, a lot of heavy stuff and a lot of stuff that should be bringing us together. Right. And instead it's like just the, the division and the, it's like, like the politis, the politis, politicization. I can't even speak. I can't speak. I'm pulling a Kayla. It's it's like the politicization. Yes, that's okay. Everything. (laughs) (laughs) To me, the worst part of that is the sharing of unsupported facts. And for anybody listening, like we, the three of us share different views on a lot of things, but all three of us have respect for other people's opinions. And we also feel like you kind of have to educate yourself across the board so that you have any like slight idea of what you're talking about. Everything is an agenda and propagandized. And so you can like look at one perspective and you can definitely find the flip side of that perspective. So people that put no thought and actually act like toddlers on a playground, but on social media, that drives me nuts. I'm like, you do not, first of all, your name calling. Yes. Second of all, you uh, have you fact-checked yourself? And if you think there's no real news, where are you fact-checking yourself? And are you making sure yeah. to take a cross-section of different views so that you can find a middle Thank ground? Thank you. Thank you. come from anywhere. Like, it drives me nuts. The quotes and the memes that are taken completely out of context and put on some photo and shared, unless you have checked the actual source material from the actual source, don't share it. Guys, don't Twitter it. is not an actual source. No, it's not. (laughs) And (laughs) any kind of print journalism, you have to go to the source, go to the person's website, go to the legislation. Like I want to say to people who post stuff, name calling, you know, whatever they are, it's like, you know, Democrats are libtards and Republicans are Nazis. And it's like, libtards, those are horrible words anyway. It's like the compound word of that is comes from such a gross, despicable place. That that we've wiped out. Wiped out yeah. that word because it's so derogatory. Yes. Just 
don't. It's just childish. Stop. And here's the thing. Just you're not stop. changing anyone's mind. If the point mm. of you posting something is to get somebody on your side, that's not the way. All mm. you're doing is getting other people who are willing to be like, you know, name calling along with you going, yeah. And then the flip side is that you're alienating people who disagree with you versus maybe sharing why you feel a certain way that someone can appreciate and identify with. I really miss the days. I I miss the days of discourse. I miss the days of being able to discuss something and not have people jump down each other's throats. Like that is the one thing you touched on this that I really love about, you know, our, us and our husbands is that we all have like varying degrees of, of political beliefs and yet we can all have real conversations and meaningful conversations and it never, never goes anywhere bad, like ever. Because we respect each other. I mean, to me, I want to learn why someone feels the way they feel, not attack them because they feel that way. Absolutely. You know, obviously this always happens in election years, but it's so heightened this year that I'm like, of course it is because it's 2020. One of the other things that I I have loved this year is varied body types in advertising. You know, you're seeing people of all from all different walks of life and you're seeing, you know, women that maybe a year or two ago might've been considered slightly overweight modeling underwear and deodorant. And it is so freeing and wonderful. You know, you're seeing trans men and women in commercials. It's just such an awesome time. Diversity makes my soul so happy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. With that, have you seen Mattel's new release of their Barbies that has, um, Oh yeah. Ava has an amputee Barbie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. That's so cool. I love it. I just love seeing beauty in all different types of people. And I, that is something that I hope we see forever. Love. Yes. The the home organization stuff, the Marie Kondo and the home edit. Well, Marie Kondo was kind of 2019, right? Yep. The home edit is the 2020 new. version of, Brand new. of organization. And I have to say, as much as I love them and they are Nashville women, uh, organizing my pantry by color, I cannot even fathom. <laughs> I'm ready to see this whole Pinterest life thing like go down in, in general because it is not realistic. It is not realistic. I actually did the Marie Kondo to my house when I moved into my closet and it lasted for maybe four days. I don't have the discipline to rainbow pattern my shirts in a certain color. Like I see, I keep all it. my closet is color coordinated and by sleeve length always. All like I'm pretty anal about it, but I will say my pantry, just the colors of like the Pam containers are different. So like by the theory, none of my Pam would be together. It's just well, then you need to get you need to get different cans and put it in there. <laughs> yes. <Amen. laughs> That is that is the idea. Documentaries. Oh, I, love feel, oh, I love it. I'm obsessed. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. I'm obsessed. You guys, I've been watching the Challenger uh, documentary, oh, yeah. and that yeah. moment was so poignant. You know, I know, Jen, I mean, uh, Kayla, you're younger, but for Jen and I, like, oh, it was crazy. I'm, I was very little, but I I have like a memory of my mom coming and picking me up from preschool. Adrian's uh, high school teacher was the substitute, um, like the backup. For Krista, wow. was her name yeah. Krista? Yep. Yeah, was the backup. So I mean, she's on the documentary. Oh, yeah, really? she's on the documentary. I didn't and know then, that. And yeah, there's just a bunch. I watched the Lacey oh. Peterson documentary. Oh, that's a, yeah. I love crime documentaries. Yeah, me too. Um, me I'm not too. gonna lie, I really enjoyed the Ted Bundy files. Mm. 
I also, I'm going to say, I'm a really, a big, I'm a big fan of the repurposed and repackaged shows. Like I love, I produced a lot of stuff for like TLC and um, Lifetime and all, what they're doing right now is they're taking their shows and then they're having their talent repackage episodes and sort of, you know, like talk about scenes that are happening as they're unfolding. And it's almost like you get to watch the episode three different times through three different perspectives. And I totally love that. Some people might consider it crazy overkill. My show I did two seasons of Holliston is now on Shudder. And then also, you know, I've done shows previously that are now people are like, I saw you on One Tree Hill. And I'm like, oh my. Wait, I didn't know you were in One Tree Hill. What season? Oh gosh, I don't know. I mean, and Bedford Diaries. Have you seen all of Corey's older shows? Well, I literally have seen every episode. I feel like of One Tree Hill because I have had music synced on there. I before. played a really bitchy cheerleader. Uh, uh, like yeah, like yeah, Dawson's it? Creek, One Tree Hill, all those <laughs> like Disney. I mean, you know, who knows? Who knows where you could see me pop up? It's kind of uh, it's kind of funny. But um, oh oh, I'm into this, guys. The like oh. pimple popper. Oh yeah. Dr. Pimple Popper, Save My Skin, My Feet Are Killing Me, Skin Decisions, all those shows. Oh, botched, yeah. Yeah. I'm ready to see Real Housewives shows die. I'm ready. Like, I think that sees (laughs) No comment. (laughs) And then last on this list is new release movies on demand. Into it. Because how else were we going to watch movies for a while? Yeah, it's We're spoiled now. I I do miss theater. Well, our theaters are empty. No one's in them. You can go, you can pretty much take your own food because they're not, they're just grateful to have people there. But I'm really sad because I'm worried that this is going to be like the demise of the theater. Like I would be really surprised if most theater groups are able to survive this year. Yeah. Let's move on to, guys, I'm starving. And I feel like when (laughs) we talk about this, I'm going to go get something and I don't know what it's going to be. Well, can I tell you what I'm excited about doing so many road trips with my kids? I'm excited that there are more organic and plant-based fast food options. Like White Castle and Burger King have like Impossible Burgers and Beyond Burgers. It's really crazy, crazy. Well, the vegan options, I feel like the uh, the meatless stuff, I'm not really, I'm, I'm such a carnivore, but uh, the meatless stuff has gotten so good that mm-hmm. people who like meat are getting impossible Amazing. burgers or the beyond burgers or whatever they are. Yeah. For listeners that don't know Corey that well, I have never seen someone devour a hamburger faster <laughs> than more than Corey. Yes. I'm with scary. you. <laughs> yeah. I'm with um, you. And I love, okay. So something I absolutely love about 2020 is how families are eating together more and people are kind of eating in more. I think that's a beautiful thing that happened because of this pandemic is that people are eating in more. Um, and not going out to eat as much. I also think people learned that it's a lot less expensive to cook at home than it is to eat out at restaurants every day. It's so funny. I feel like sometimes it's the same cost for us. It's like we're either going to spend 45, 50 bucks getting takeout or we're going to spend 45, 50 bucks like creating dinner. And it's, sometimes it comes down to whether or not I feel like going to the store. We had Chick-fil-A delivered on Monday. Oh, so good. Brad just it's goes, so I want some good. fries. How about Chick-fil-A? And I was like, that is a fantastic that idea. Is a so I went on the Chick-fil-A idea. app and they deliver through DoorDash. Yeah. And it was amazing. And, you know. DoorDash is a trend that better stay. Yeah. Uber better Eats, stick around. Postmates, mm-hmm. DoorDash. Um, Grubhub. Grubhub. I love it. I mean, maybe it's making us lazier. It's like remote controls. You know, before remote controls, you like get up and go to the TV mm-hmm. and now delivery everything. But. It's also the convenience factor 
The Nashville hot chicken, guys, it's everywhere now. It is it's everywhere. a thing everywhere. Yes. It, it, what's so Reppin. funny about it is people from my hometown in this very small town will be like, oh, yeah, we got hot chicken. I'm like, what? You don't even know hot chicken. You need to <laughs> Asheville. This is basically the end of our list. And I think it's been pretty balanced, surprisingly. Yeah. 2020s brought a lot of, you know, you know what, but also some kind of cool things that I hope that we keep. And it's sort of like you just adapt in a mm-hmm. way that you didn't know you could. What about just subscribing to us? That should be a 20, like that's a 2020 that a 20- thing. We're a 2020 <laughs> thing, Wait, you guys. We, we're keeping us. We're keeping us. If there's 2020 trends we missed. Ooh, let us know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Next week, we're going to talk about bullying because that's a really important topic. And then the following week, we're going to have our girl Cassie Wicks on. Continue to tell us what you want to hear about. Make sure you're following us at Hi, My Name Is Mom Official. Bye, guys. Thanks, guys. See you next week. And Kayla goes, bye. (laughs) Bye -bye. (laughs) Bye-bye. Your name is Mom.